Welcome back to Life in 10. This is episode 44, and it is called Quiet Streets. Happy Memorial Day to all of you. I know if you're listening to it on Monday, then obviously it's Memorial Day. Um, it's Memorial Week, maybe, is how we should start looking at it. Um, it's always a great time to stop and just think, be thankful for everything that uh, others have sacrificed, and maybe you yourself have sacrificed to make our country and allow our country to be what it is. Now, I understand that we're not perfect and we have all kinds of issues and all kinds of problems that we're still working through, but just the fact that we um, can live the way that we live in a fairly good amount of freedom is, is pretty amazing. But it took a lot of people, a lot of lives, a lot of sacrifice to get there. And these are always great days to stop and just be thankful and um, celebrate those who who did risk so much so that we could be in the space and the place that we are right now. So it's easy, easy it's very easy to let these days kind of go past because you know, when we get the day off, and so we typically try to use those days off to spend with people we love, which is great, and um, you know maybe do a cookout or something like that. But never want to lose sight of what the day actually is for and what it is that we are remembering. So. Such a great time to be thankful for everything that we have right now, even though um, it seems like we're a bit strained. Um, we still are have we still do pretty have some pretty good lives that we live. Um, last night, I don't know what it is for whatever reason. Sunday nights, I have the most difficult time falling asleep, and I don't know if it's just because of the um, the weekend or I got a little bit more rest than I normally do. So then it's you know, I have a hard time falling asleep. I'm not, I'm not really sure what the case is, but I just always have a hard time falling asleep almost every Sunday night to really just get some good rest. And it's unfortunate because uh, Mondays at my work, which I imagine it probably is for you, are always extremely hectic and very busy and you're trying to get back into the swing of things and people need stuff and it's just a lot. Um, and so it'd be nice to have a night, a Sunday night, where you could get some solid sleep and, and wake up and feel refreshed. But that just doesn't normally happen, at least for me, in my case. Now, in this week, um, obviously today is Memorial Day, so I didn't have to work the next day, um, even though I was having a very difficult time falling asleep last night. And I, sometimes I don't just like just, I don't know if you guys are like this, but I, I'm not a fan of just sitting there and uh, just or laying there and hoping I'll eventually fall asleep. Sometimes I got to get my mind doing something else, whether I open a book and read for a while or I turn on some music or watch something on Netflix or um, sometimes, which is what I ended up doing last night. I'm like, I just need to get out of this house for a little bit. And so I got in my car and I went for a drive. Now, I love, I'm, I'm a very, I, I don't know why I like them so much, but I love big cities. I think uh, the cities life is pretty cool. I don't know necessarily I'd want to live in one for an extended period of time, but just the buildings and the lights and the streets and usually the people that are out and um, sometimes they have, you know, cool road designs and stuff like that. I just, I don't know, for whatever reason, I appreciate that. So I love being able to visit big cities and I live about 10 minutes from downtown Indianapolis. So last night I just took a drive downtown. Drove around for a little while and tried to see if, I mean, there wasn't 
clearly a lot of nightlife going on right now because of all this virus and there's no you know clubs open or bars open or anything like that so you can't get in and, and there wasn't a whole lot of people downtown but it just the phrase um, and two words that kept popping in my mind were just quiet streets and just everything was so quiet there wasn't a lot of movement not a lot of cars not a lot, hardly any people um, it was just real kind of somber, real quiet, for a place that isn't normally like that. In a normal, regular day, I mean, you have multiple cars and workers and businesses open and malls and uh, restaurants. and It's just like there's always a lot going on. And so for a space to eventually become calm and quiet that is normally hectic is a little bit of a, it's a, just a huge change. And it just started getting me thinking about a couple different things. The first one's probably more obvious than maybe the second one, but the idea is, you know, even craziness needs some calm sometimes. I think in our lives we are very much, and we've talked about this before, but we're very much accustomed to things always being moving, constantly motion and, and progress. And those aren't necessarily bad things, and I think we all should want those. But um, sometimes even in the crazy busyness of life, we have to have some form of calm happen to where things need to be cut off for a little bit so that you can just kind of get refreshed. And your mind and body and soul and spirit need those moments to, um, I think, just kind of rejuvenate yourself to where um, you can go back out there and really give it everything you've got. But sometimes we give it everything we've got and we haven't allowed ourselves to rest, and so we burn ourselves out or we just experience some type of struggle that wasn't, I don't think, ever really designed for us to be there. I mean, I'm reading a book right now, and, and it talks about how our human bodies were not designed to be pushed like this, and we're starting to see the ramifications of the way that people's lives are being pulled and the certain diseases that are coming from it, the way that our anxiety and depression has, is at an all-time high, and it's all a lot based on the lives that we've chosen to live. So even though we are thankful for the way that our country is, sometimes the way that we've actually like built this design, the way that our 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 work lives are supposed to function and our family lives of taking the kids here and there and all over the place. I'm not sure it was ever really meant to be like that. So I don't know how you fix society like that, but I do think it's an inward thing that you can make a specific decision for you that you're not going to be constantly in motion. Sometimes you just need to be at a pause and at rest. That's one of the maybe more obvious things and we, one thing that we have talked about before. Um, but the second thing I think was really what stood out to me, and it, uh, they pair together pretty well, but in quiet streets you, you're used to, again, lots of foot traffic, people uh, moving around, um, and then all of a sudden it's just, it's just not there anymore. But when you get out into that work world, how many people are taking that stuff from those streets home with them? How many people are taking that chaos that they're experiencing and they're bringing it back to their place, their, their home, that's supposed to kind of almost, 
I mean, in my, in my personal opinion, it's supposed to guard us from that type of life. But so many of us, I feel like, take all that stuff with us and we bring it into our house and it's like it's no different than as if we were at that place of work. I don't know if that makes a whole lot of sense to you, but I think the question becomes how much of this stuff that's out there are we taking home with us and how much is it affecting the home that we're supposed to be living in? It's funny because... I mean, I don't have kids, but I, I mean, my brother does, and obviously I was one at one point. I think you're always, as a parent, you're always trying to teach your kids about the, like the morals and values and things they're supposed to hold true. So you teach them those well when they're at home so that when they get out into that work environment or school environment or friend uh, culture, that you, you've prepared them enough to be able to use those type of things to help them through those situations, good and bad. You hope that you're building something within them that stays with them so that when they get in those compromising situations, they know how they're supposed to respond. And so the strangest part, though, is as we grow up, it's like we almost forget to do that for ourselves. Like we know we have morals, we know we have values, but it's when we get into those environments Sometimes we don't always act as if we are living the same way that we've been teaching our kids. Sometimes we don't challenge the things that we're experiencing and we think that it's just because it's normal and that's the way of life, that that's the way it's supposed to be. And I start sometimes to question if that really is the case. I'm not sure exactly what you do about all that. I'm not saying I necessarily have the answer at this point. It's just something I was thinking about. As sometimes, maybe you need to look at your home as being the safeguard from whatever, everything else that's going on on the outside. I've heard so many stories of people who appreciated, as strange as this sounds, being stuck in their house because they've been able to grow closer to the people that they live with every single day. And it's as if they didn't even realize that, you know, well, it's maybe not that. Maybe it's just the fact that they they started to um, see how important those relationships actually are because they're around those people more. Now, I'm sure, yes, they've annoyed the crap out of each other, and there there's been times that they, you know, wish they weren't stuck in that house. But I think it is a great time to look at those, um, like the situation you're in now, and say, you know what, I can, uh, I really do appreciate this person. I really do like being around this individual. Um, maybe more than I ever really noticed, um, even if they are family. I mean, it just it, it just creates a whole new different environment, and hopefully it's pushed you closer together. And your home has to be protected from that, the fact that there are other things out there that are trying to infiltrate themselves into your home that are trying to separate you and take you apart. And I think this... Again, the, the quiet street piece is just what brought this to mind because I know how crazy our lives are. And I know sometimes we take that with us everywhere that we go, not just our homes, but we take it to our place of worship. We take it to the restaurant when we should just be paying attention to the family. We're stuck on our phone answering emails or phone calls or texts or whatever it is. And I'm telling you, I've learned myself that it's not that important. I'm not saying it's not important, but it's not that important. 
there are way more things more important around us that we need to be paying attention to. And I'm learning that myself as I've gone through just the pieces of life that I'm currently in. So the moral of the story is create some calm in your life because we all need that. If you need to get away, you need to get away and just do it. Second piece is be careful about what you're allowing back into the place that is the most important to you. Where the people that you love the most are now being affected by what it is that you're taking home, bringing home with them. It's like the virus itself. You need to be careful. It's like wear the mask when you get into the house because you're, again, protecting your family. That was a metaphor. You're protecting your family from what else is being brought home. Hopefully that all makes sense. It's just some stuff I was thinking through. Uh, I do hope you guys have a, a fantastic week and, um, and just really enjoy the beautiful weather and the time with each other. Never forget that you are fully, fully loved and you're absolutely valued. And we will see you next week.